Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Today on Legally Us, Meghan Markle's big legal win against her half-sister as Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis' custody battle rages on. Plus, Leonardo DiCaprio takes the stand, Gwyneth Paltrow case is closed, and Jonathan Majors is arrested. We've got that plus so much more on today's Legally Us. Everyone, welcome to Legally Us. I'm Christina, and filling in for Nima Romani this week is Ron Zambrano, partner at West Coast Trial Lawyers. Hi, Ron. Welcome back. So excited to have you. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. Thanks for having definitely, me. Definitely, definitely. Nima's taking some well-deserved time off after a busy couple weeks, but we got a lot of legal news to get to. Before we get into it, I wanted to read a comment from last week's show because Irene said that it's good to hear someone give a valid explanation that makes sense as to why Prince Harry made a personal appearance to the court rather than the, the usual snark from the haters. However, I am sick of hearing about Prince Harry's labeled whining, yet the media constantly does the whining for the monarchy. The monarchy is definitely not beyond reproach. So this tri- this case is going to trial. Are you surprised that that is happening? Surprised that he made the uh, trip across the pond uh, to uh, to make a witness statement? Um, no, I think it brings solidarity to what is, I mean, at its core, being having your privacy um, invaded like that, you know, the bugging of the phones, that is, that is a really, really big deal. I don't think anyone would be, uh, you know, a, a little bit, uh, you know, blase about it. You know, he's, he's going in like, this is really important to me. This is not something that I'm sending, you know, my handlers to deal with. I am here. I'm here to be questioned. I'm here to accuse. I'm not going to stand behind, you know, my family's legacy. And I think it really sends a point. And I think it's important that it does go to trial for him because I think everybody's allowed to be uh, heard in court now, The whether or not he'll be, um, there, there is a technical issue on the statute of limitations that still might be determined, but he's not afraid. He's like, I'm here. I'm not afraid of anything. This was really, really a, a, a violation. And I want to be heard until someone says I cannot. Yeah. Well, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But yes, he takes this very seriously. But there is somebody that we will not be see- seeing in court. And that is Meghan Markle, because she has won her defamation lawsuit filed against um, by her half-sister, Samantha Markle. So this $75,000 case was dismissed in Florida when a judge ruled in favor of Meghan, noting that the statements that she made during her 2021 tell-all interview um, was clearly opinions and therefore cannot be defamatory. So the judge also said that Samantha's qualms about the Finding Freedom book 
that wasn't um, defamation as well. And she ruled that the claims be tossed by the Duchess of Sussex because she did not write, write the book herself. Well, Samantha's lawyer then said it is unfortunate to see that the press has chosen to wrongly report on the judge's ruling as a total win by Megan. Upon reviewing the order, it is made very clear that the entire case was not tossed out. But in fact, the judge is allowing Samantha the ability to amend her complaint within a 14 day period. So does Samantha really have a chance in this moving forward? Well, she has to be very, very careful. Um, so there's two things that 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 are at play here. One, one is, um, is she going to allege what is already in the complaint is something that's not opinion, right? So defamation is very, very, it's very technical. Everybody like, oh, I got defamed, but it's very, very technical. If it's an opinion and everybody reads it and like, this is, this is just an opinion, you can't be sued for giving an opinion. Now, if you're making an assertion of fact, then that's very, very different. So it just depends how you're coloring it. Now, you cannot change the complaint carch blank to try to save a lawsuit that can also be tossed out. So you have to be very, very careful. And it could be, um, and you, you can be sanctioned for doing that. Now, how is it that with regards to the book, what are you going to allege with regards to whether that was actually Megan Markin writing it? I remember you, the, the last time I covered, we talked about that. Like, how is she going to say that this is something that came from Megan Markle that she, you know, she somehow wrote it. So I do not see any chance of the allegations having to do with a book being resuscitated. Right. I mean, how difficult are defamation lawsuits even to prove to begin with? I mean, obviously we saw Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, but Amber Heard wrote that op-ed. So it was easier to prove this, of course, you know, she didn't write the book, so it's going to be almost impossible. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, you, you put it, you put it on the nose. Like it's easy. It's hard to get past just to get in front of a judge for the judge not to look at it and go, this, this doesn't even qualify. I'm not even going to consider this. Yeah. Once you get past that, then you have to go and prove people's intent that they were saying it, you know, did they know it was a lie, you know, are they, did they do it maliciously or were they acting in good faith? There's so many nuances. It is very, very hard to, to prevail, not only to get past the initial procedural grounds, but for, to, to convict, to convict the, uh, convince, excuse me, the fact finder that like this was done maliciously and get into the head of the authors. It's very, very hard. It's very hard. Is it possible that Megan would counter Sue or, you know, Sue and Samantha as well? I feel like she probably just wants to make this all go away, but could she sue Samantha if she wanted to? <laughs> I'm sure she wants to counter yeah. Sue. I don't know if there's any claims that that exist um, and you can't sue somebody um, for filing a lawsuit because that's kind of a protected activity. I think, you know, the less she does, the quicker this goes away. Um, every Everybody that I've heard and read about knows doesn't understand why Samantha's bringing this other than to either try to grab some money or try to grab some attention. But I just don't see any really like viable way forward for her. Yeah, I don't I don't think so either. All right. Well, let's move on to Olivia Wilde, because she is claiming that Jason Sudeikis is not currently paying child support despite her request. So she claims that she is bearing 100 percent of the cost of the children's care when they are with her. She added that she is asking the court to make an order regarding child support so that she can adequately provide for their children to basically live up to Jason's standard of living. So in her filing, she also demands that her ex be forced to pay her $500,000 in attorney fees. It seems like this just gets messier and messier, messier. So, you know, why, why don't you think Jason has paid the child support? Because she's saying that she's a hundred percent paying for everything when they are in her care. Um, so what typically happens is that there's communications between the, the parents and they're informal and things get read into them that there isn't like, okay, I'll cover this and you cover that. But then someone's upset with an arrangement and they go, you know what? You're not paying your fair share. I'm going to go to court. 
you know, something, something's rubbing her the wrong way about what Jason has done or not. It's right in the middle of, you know, the, the very early into Ted Lasso. She, there's nothing, it, it, there's, there could be a million reasons. So I don't think, I, I personally do not think that Jason's not paying his fair share. He just probably said something he was going to cover that he didn't cover. And it was not, it was not in order. It's probably over text message. Mm-hmm. And now it's this thing, but I, I find it to be, it, it should be resolved and a half a million dollars for one motion for an order, a Requesting an order is is just absolutely outrageous. Uh, it's it's one motion. It's, it's it's outrageous. So it's just a money grab, in my opinion. And Jason must have done something Olivia did not like. It certainly seems like it. So will he have to pay any of her legal fees? Do you think, or will how how do you find this to be resolved? Right. So she's allowed to ask for the reasonable value of the fees to bring this request. It's probably not going to be half a million dollars. Um, but the, she also has to prevail, and with that, she needs some evidence that he is not paying his, what he is legally required to. And I, you know, I haven't read enough to, but he's probably just shy of that. So the judge always has discretion going like, listen, he's substantially complying. Please pay the rest. I'm not going to punish you with a half a million dollars. That's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. Hopefully they can work everything out because this just has been going on for quite some time. So it's a great story that will never die. <laughs> right. Um, well, let's take a turn because this is an interesting story. So Leonardo DiCaprio, he took the stand to testify in former Fuji's rapper's Praz money laundering case. So he appeared in court and was questioned for close to an hour about his connections to Malaysian businessman Joe Lowe. So um, this was according to NBC News. And Praz is accused of participating in a global conspiracy funded by Lowe that used foreign money to make illegal campaign contributions. So... Um, he pleaded not guilty, and but he is also accused of witness tampering and failing to register as a foreign agent of the Chinese government. The, the list kind of goes on and on and on. But as for Leonardo DiCaprio, he was questioned about how Lowe helped fund his movie, The Wolf of Wall Street, um, which the actor starred and produced in and used from, funds from one Malaysia development, which was what Lowe was um, associated with. He claimed that the team looked into the investor to see whether the financing was good or not. Um, He said that whether it... Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. He said if he ever received any gifts or charitable donations directly or indirectly related to these parties, and if so, to return those gifts or donations as soon as possible. So it seems like um, Leo is cooperating in all this, but such a weird case. 
such a weird case when I, when I saw the failure to register as a foreign agent. I, you know, I, I started thinking about all those folks surrounding Trump who like they should have and shouldn't have. It's it's such an interesting um, it's such an interesting story. It is. And I'm sure everybody advising Leo is going like, you better cooperate because yeah. this is very serious. And if Proz gets convicted, it's 22 years in prison. This is not a small amount. You know, this is not a little thing. Um, so it's a super interesting. Uh, you know, I'm sure they're going to make a movie about it someday. Um, but yeah, so Leo's definitely cooperating. And he really should. Yeah. Could Leo get in trouble for doing business with these people? Because, you know, obviously they funded this movie. It seems like a little bit of a shady uh, business fund. So could could he get in trouble potentially? So it depends on his level of, um, I guess, not malfeasance, but it depends on how did he really make efforts to figure out if this money w- was coming from legit sources or not. Mm-hmm. And that just has to be done in good faith. You know, you, you don't have to hire every single private investigator to do that. So if there's evidence that he really did try to see, you know, are these legit funds from l- legit sources? I think he's covered himself. And it sounds like he has. Yeah. Would he have to return the money that they gave him to fund the film? I know that he said that he would potentially return the money that um, for charitable donations and things like that. But I, I mean, it'd be hard to return that type of money. Right. No, I don't, I don't think he would have to, um, for him to have to, that would, that would mean that he would violate, the, have violated right. some law. Mm-hmm. I think he's just trying to say like, I'm really cooperating and I can return it just for you right. guys just looking at me. Please stop looking in my direction. I right, think that's yes. <laughs> he's like, I will write a check for you right now. <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, let's move on to Gwyneth Paltrow. Obviously this was a case that ever had everybody glued to their TV screens and TVs. Um, and she was found obviously not guilty and not liable in her skiing accident, earning $1 in damages. They found the verdict on March 30th and found that Terry Sanderson was 100% at fault for his collision with Gwyneth on the slopes back in uh, 2016. She said in a statement, I felt that um, that the false claim compromised her integrity. I am pleased with the outcome and I appreciate all the hard work of Judge Holmberg and the jury and thank them for their thoughtfulness in handling this case. My favorite part about this is when she was leaving the courtroom, she turned to him and said, I wish you well. Um, I don't know if anybody's really surprised by this outcome. Were you? No, no, I wasn't. When I when I read this story and I read like there's an exception about, you know, who you you have the right of way if you're further down the hill. I'm like, how is anyone going to make a decision as to who had the right of way and whether or not it was unlawfully? It, it's it's just a crazy story. I don't know why this very professional person brought this case against such a high profile thing. Um, it, I, I can only imagine it would have harmed his practice because it's it's a really bad, personally, I think it's a terrible, um, terrible judgment uh, call for him. So, um, but yeah, it, it's, it was, it was a fun story, but it was a stupid case to bring in my opinion. It really was. I mean, I get like, I, that was one of my questions. It definitely seems like this trial was a mistake on his part because probably will hurt his business and he'll probably have to pay a little bit more than a dollar or, right. you know, or get, you know, you know, he, she, you know, she's probably gonna have to pay her legal fees, maybe things like that as well. Right. So, uh, he, she would definitely be entitled to ask for him to pay for her costs. Um, I'm not sure how the law works in Utah as far as legal fees are concerned, but it's going to be more than a dollar. Yeah. Uh, prevailing party and anything that Utah allows a prevailing defendant to ask um, is is he's going to be on the hook for. And and this, but, but I, I, I'm sure it will cost him more mm-hmm. in his loss of business. It's such a bad call. It's just such a bad call. 
Such a bad call, but um, entertaining for all of us to watch, though. Um, all right, moving on to Jonathan Majors. The actor was arrested on March 25th following an alleged domestic violence dispute. dispute. Um, the victim informed police that she was assaulted. He played uh, Officers placed the 33-year-old um, in custody without incident. The victim sustained minor injuries, injuries to her head and neck and was removed to an area hospital in stable condition. His um, publicist said that he has done nothing wrong and they will look forward to clearing up his name and clearing this up. So he um, further details about the alleged encounter, including the alleged victim's identity, have not been shared. And he was eventually released from police custody several hours later. So is it usual if somebody is arrested for, late, for for something like this to be released several hours and not spend more time in jail? Um, I think it, it has two factors. One, he's a rich guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's very famous. But also, uh, I saw in one of the reports that he actually called the police before they arrived, saying that he was concerned about what was going on with his girlfriend. So I think that was a mitigating factor for for um, for the authorities. And but also, he does have a restraining order against him because um, it is it is qualified under a, a domestic violence statute. So th- there is a restraining order against him. Going okay, you you can't go near her. Uh, but because you call the police, you know, it doesn't, you know, he didn't try to flee. He didn't fight arrest. I think that was a mitigating factor more than him being a celebrity. Um, truly uh, that, that led to him being released so quickly. He was cooperating. Yeah. Could he face some serial serious jail time if this does move forward? Yeah. So, um, domestic violence statutes in all States are very, very, um, punitive to people who, I mean, frankly, they're just abusers. Uh, yes. If this goes South for him, um, he can face a lot of jail time. He's already lost. Well, the army has paused their endorsements, uh, that he was a part of, um, MCU I'm sure is going to be looking very, very closely. He is the, he is doing the, the main villain for their next phase in the movie to lose him would be, I don't think catastrophic, but it would be a huge pivot to replace him. Definitely. So does this does this move forward if she wants to press charges or does it move forward anyway because he was arrested? It depends on the prosecutors. Mm-hmm. If she will not be a willing witness, then it's hard to move forward with a complaint. I imagine that the prosecutors would say uh, uh, under the circumstances, the totality of it, the fact that uh, Majors was out, really um, almost the, pr- trying to bring the at- police's attention as well, that they won't they won't move forward with it. But they can, if they want, move forward with the prosecution, even if she is not uh, participating. It'd just be very, very hard when the victim's not around to talk about what happened to her and she's the only person that it happened to. That's true. All right. Well, Ron, thank you so much for uh, stepping in this week. It's always a pleasure catching up with you. And this was absolutely wonderful. So everybody, Keep commenting, keep subscribing, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for having me. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.